Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it is Catherine Turner and thank you for listening to this episode of Leveraged Lifestyle. I want to talk about how you don't need all your ducks in a row, but actually how you should be leveraging, automating, creating systems, and then outsourcing. Now, as many of you know, I'm an absolute advocate of using virtual assistants. But one of the things we've come to learn along the time, and actually something that my husband in particular is fantastic at within our business, is creating automation. And we do believe that you should look at creating your systems and then automating them using software before then going on to outsource. But I do not believe you have to have all of your ducks in a row before you get there. So I've just done a keynote for a service accommodation mastermind and I was going through the different steps it takes to leverage an SA business and that episode is very likely to come on my podcast as well shortly. So if you're in service accommodation or any type of property business or any business kind of where you're dealing with guests or just wanting to automate areas around that, I think you're going to find that really interesting. So listen out for that. But this episode is about how we need or what we need in place first before we go to outsource. Because I think it's all too easy to just think we need another person, another us We could just hand this over to someone and not think about actually, is there a piece of software, um, a system I can put in place that can mean that happens before a person even needs to get involved? Because we're all human and therefore humans can make errors. We can also be ill, sick, have children to look after, dependents to look after, just not be able to function that day and things can go wrong. Whereas you set up a tool, uh, an online, a system, a software tool that is doing a, a process, a sequence of systems automatically that requires no human intervention once they're set up, then that could be working for you whether you're awake or asleep, whether your new team, uh, your new member of staff is in place or not. And it means they can get on also with higher level tasks, uh, higher income generating tasks and be more efficient and effective in their role because they're not having to do tasks that a piece of software could do first. What I'm not looking to do is ever replace a human being because I do think there is massive value of having that human touch, that human interaction, someone being able to answer a telephone call, knowing that an email has actually come from a human being and been written by a human being and all of us are. But of course, It's having then systems that mean that those emails can be scheduled to go out in a sequence or a time when maybe you're not available or when you've got work going on. If you're still building up your income alongside your job income, sorry, your business income alongside a job. Also alongside raising kids, alongside all the other hundreds of priorities you've probably got in your life. So what I wanted to go through is the steps or the sequence I believe you need to be putting in place before getting to hiring a VA. And of course, you know where to come to when you're ready for hiring your VA, of course, the Viva Club. So the sequence I went through in this keynote was to number one, look at leveraging. 
So leveraging, whether that might be a platform. So if you're doing online e-commerce, that would be leveraging someone like Amazon or eBay, because they've already got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people coming to them every single day. So why would you start creating your own platform first of all? Leverage what's out there. If you have a service accommodation business, that would be booking.com, Airbnb. It would be agencies. So for service accommodation, we have an agency, bookmystay.co.uk. You've got Silverdoor, Situ, other places like that. Why would you not go and leverage people who are already doing it? So go and leverage knowledge that's out there, leverage experience, leverage mentorship and books and podcasts. Leverage that first before going to create your own. Is there a white label product you could piggyback off of? So you don't have to go and create this brand new product or service, but you can use either a piece of software or uh, a manufacturer who's making a white label product uh, and, and then put your branding and your own spin on that. So again, that was kind of my first piece in actually leveraging what you've got out there. And when I talk about leverage, as you know, uh, from an episode I just did at the beginning of the year around what it really means to leverage and the seven key areas I believe you need to be leveraging. And that is around knowledge. There's around time and money and all of that. And so it's more holistic than just going straight to outsourcing or just one piece of software. It's about leveraging your network, about leveraging people's knowledge, about leveraging time and using net time as well. Is about leveraging when you're getting information, how can you make that work in your favour and so you can get the most out of it. So maybe where you're taking on longer term bookings in an essay business, for example, you could go and do a viewing where that information may have come through booking.com. You're going to have to pay a certain percentage to uh, booking.com for that, but they've already come via you to come and view the property before they've taken it on. You can then get that direct booking information And so you can then keep in contact and take that booking directly, maybe give pass on the discount to them, uh, pay less in terms of commissions as well. So for me, it's always how can I make the best out of what I've got? How can I leverage? I leverage using vouchers and making the most of my money as well. I leverage by making investments in artwork. There's multiple ways to leverage. But I do think that comes first before you then look at these next sequence. So next in the sequence is creating systems. Um, My next podcast episode is going to be around the three simple ways to create systems within your business. Now, I think this is an episode I've been threatening to do for so long now, and it came up again in this keynote I did. So I just thought it makes so much sense to do a full episode on it. And again, you can watch back uh, on Facebook if you want to watch the video around it. So the, the key thing for me is have you created systems? Have you got that knowledge out of your head that makes your business run? Especially if you're the only person in your business right now, you don't have a team or staff or other members, but this is so key. If you can do it for you, then you're going to have your team do it for them as well and for their role. So creating systems is really important. So checklists, um, training videos, uh, voice memos and um, recordings, transcriptions, scripts, all of that, that's all your systems. So I don't mean software straight away. This can be as simple as a 10 point checklist on a Word document. You don't have to have loads of technology behind it. And uh, as many of you know, uh, I'm definitely not the technology person in our business. That is my husband, Stephen. And 
you know, if you are starting this by yourself, if you are not that technology person, if you're thinking, I just need to get started simply, then just start simply. Don't overcomplicate it for yourself and don't then start. So that's your systems part. Once you've got those systems, you can then put them into some automation. So that might be a project management tool like Asana. So now your checklist now goes on to Asana and it can then be sent to other members of staff after that and they can check off each point along the way. And then you get notifications and reports that all of those systems have been done, all those points on the checklist have been done. And so you know that task has then been completed. You can have um, within... For example, your channel manager of your service accommodation business or a letting agent um, have these uh, tasks that you need to happen as soon as a new tenant is taking on. Um, if you're running a HMO, again, as a new tenant's taken on, you need to be sending out the, the tenant form. I'm losing my words. This is great, isn't it? <laughs> um, but all the paperwork that essentially goes with taking on a new tenant. Uh, whether that's a letting agent, whether that's you running a HMO, whether that's you taking on a new booking that comes through your channel manager in service accommodation, uh, whether you've got a new booking at a hotel, for example. So there's lots of businesses this would apply to. There'll be a set number of tasks that then need to happen after that. And so each one can get checked off. And I would use a, a piece of software, a tool called Zapier. So Z-A-P-I-E-R. And I think there's... um. A good way to remember Zapier is it's going to make you happier. Um, I have to give credit to their to their founder for that one. But the the idea is that you can have things then automated, and so you're not every time having to set up new tasks every time you have a new booking or a new client or a new customer come through the process. Again, if you're doing online orders, there'll be a set process that needs to happen, and a lot of that can be automated through Amazon through, um, I was about to say Spotify, but I mean Shopify, um, and all of those systems can then work. It can integrate with your social media. Anytime you get a social media message through uh, Facebook, it can send a message to then, say Slack, for example, and make sure people are picking this up and getting back to your clients and potential customers as soon as possible. Then it's all about once those automations are in place and you've automated as much as possible, you're then going to want to get a human being involved. And again, to start with, that's likely going to be you. But you want to make sure all of those systems, that automation that can happen and all those systems are out of your head. Uh, and so that you can then give them and hand them over to someone you're going to outsource to. So that might be a contractor, might be someone you've got a service level agreement with, or it might be a virtual assistant or a physical team member in your office. But again, if those tools are not there, if those systems are not set up, you're setting them up to fail. You're not using them as effectively as you could do because you've not gone through the stages before. Now, like I said, this is not about having all your ducks set up in a row and all being perfect from the outset because look, there'll always be new systems that are created along the way. But your staff, your virtual assistants can then start taking note of them and start creating their own systems and uh, bring new automation tools and software to your attention. And so that's why sometimes it's actually better to get started while you're not perfect and then have them make recommendations, have them see potential flaws in the system and you know bits that you're overcomplicating just because you've always done it that way. Uh, and so that's where I mean that there's a sequence and a process to this, um, but don't be so het up about having them all absolutely 100% perfect and having all the ops uh, created for every single part of your business before you go to hire because you can't then get on with acquiring new customers, growing your business, scaling 
if you're always doing the operations and then always creating the systems around that uh, and you know you want to grow you want to scale you want to go beyond creating yourself another day job so that's the process i want you to go through with you today i hope that's really helpful and use that kind of like a checklist like have i thought about everything i can leverage at the moment in my business uh, and i don't mean just to another person it might be a task and finish job um we're just getting some cgi uh, created uh, images created for a property that we're going through the refurb so we want to leverage getting it out onto the uh, marketing platforms before the refurb is actually finished and we're leveraging someone on Fiverr to get those CGIs created. So that's what that is about, leveraging your network, um, leveraging the time as well. So we haven't got the finished article there, but we can leverage getting it marketed already. Then it's looking at your systems, getting those out of your head. And the three simple ways to do that will be coming up very shortly in the next episodes. And then it's about what can you automate? What systems and software are available? I've talked about loads of software and systems. I'll I'll probably do another whole episode on some of the ones we're using at the moment because I'm sure some of those will have changed and adapted along the way. Uh, And then it's about can you hand over those systems and what's already been automated then to a virtual assistant, to a team member, to someone that's not you essentially. So I hope that's been really useful. Uh, Any feedback on that would be uh, really like just always helps me to know is this what you need? Is this what you like? anything you find helpful, anything you'd like more of, uh, always get in touch uh, via the Life Leverage online community as well. Sorry, the Leverage Lifestyle online community. I get all my Life Leverage and Leverage Lifestyle confused as well. And of course, do get in touch as well as the email media at turnerinvest.co.uk. That's my business, Turner Invest. And uh, I believe as always, there is no better time than now to start creating your Leverage Lifestyle.